Welcome to TMI Today with Rita Bocuzzi and Jen Lee. In this podcast, there is no such thing as too much information. We are diving into all of the taboo topics from money and careers to relationships and parenting to whatever else we've been too afraid to discuss as women. Listen in and join the movement as we raise each other up in our everyday lives. Wow, I am so super excited today, Jen. Uh, Rita? Yes. All right. So today is TMI. We're happy to have you here. Today's Motivational Insights. We love sharing information. That's where the TMAI comes in because we don't believe there's too much information to ever share, especially when it comes to today's motivational insights. So Genly is your financial stress fixer extraordinaire. And I, what I love about Jen is I'm always continuously learning and I love hanging out with people where I can learn because that learning then builds into my legacy. And who am I? I'm Rita Bakutsi. I'm also known as Mama Rita Money, and I'm a money coach and consultant. And today we're going to talk about legacy. When does your legacy start? Well, it starts now. Wait, and are you sure, Rita? It starts yeah. now? What do you mean? I have to start, like, I thought legacy like, was in the future, like something I leave when I'm gone. How do I start now? Well, <laughs> it starts now. And if you think about it now, uh-huh. Where you've lived your point up until today, what does that legacy look like? Me. <laughs> okay, no, I get right? your point. Like, <laughs> like it actually started in the past. Uh-huh. So what you do now is acknowledge what does it look like okay. and what do you want it to look like for the future generations? And if you don't do that now, you might get that Ugh, that you just did. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, this is a cool topic. I like this. (laughs) It is a great topic. And, you know, we're going to talk about the fact that legacy isn't all about money. I know that that's what most people think about. I want to share. That's where my mind goes is when I think about legacy, I'm like, wait, like a trust fund for my kids or what are you talking about? So, you know, it's interesting. So that's your experience. My experience was shaped very differently because Mm -hmm. when I was 21 years old, um, I have my amazing older brother, his name is Cosmo, and he was six years older than me. So he was like my end all be all. He was like, Cosmo was so amazing with people. He connected, he made people laugh. He lived a life Mm -hmm. of joy. He was a hard worker, right? Mm -hmm. And life changed for us very dramatically because in that timeframe, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen in life and it can be really, really short. Mm-hmm. And right now this week we're supposed to sell, I'm going to say, I don't want to say I don't wanna, we're celebrating his life and his legacy on the 33rd anniversary of his death. He would have been okay. 62 years old and uh, today, and his legacy is still living on and it has nothing to do with money. That's so awesome. for me, having been a 21 year old girl, literally I can still see it and feel it as if I was there like just a minute ago standing by his coffin going, wow, we're burying you on your 27th birthday. What does that all mean? Mm -hmm. What does life mean? What did his life mean? And how can his legacy live on? So for me, I thought about it. What were the three things that he represented most in my life? Love for sure, to Mm -hmm. no end. 
uh, a goofy fun love, uh, great deep love, but love in every form. Mm -hmm. He was definitely a positive influence. He really taught me that you get to work hard, you get to play hard, you get to have fun and you get to love. So being a positive influence was very important to him and inspiring other people with laughter. I mean, even just with his name, people would giggle because it's a different name growing <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, it was, you know, giggle, or he would be in fights in school because people would do, <laughs> <laughs> like the giggle part better. Yeah. Um, you know, but he learned to laugh at that and laugh mm-hmm. and have joy. Yeah. So I got to have a choice, right? He got to have a choice to live a life like that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know it was going to be cut short. Right. his legacy was freaking amazing. And it's still and, here. And he's still here. And I get to choose that legacy. So I'm like, oh my God. So when we think of leaders, uh, and I'm just thinking about this, throwing it out, who are the leaders that you think have parted ways in our world that have made an imprint on your life that lead this legacy? So for me, like right away, Mother Teresa comes to mind. Yep. Martin Luther King comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Though he was not perfect in human, many things JFK said mm-hmm. inspired me, right? Yeah. Create the life that we want to lead, right? Yeah. Be the change we want to see. So though that is his legacy because we're all human and none of us are perfect. Nobody right. was perfect. Not Martin Luther, not Mother Teresa. Yes, not Mother Teresa. I'm sure <laughs> she'll agree with me even from beyond. But, <laughs> but we get to choose. Um, I don't Do you have any that come to mind, Jen? Well, and even in like the corporate world, like you think of even Steve Jobs, like people who weren't yeah. perfect by any means, yeah. but were able to inspire and motivate people. And, and, and that's where wealth is. That's yeah. where wealth is. The legacy of wealth. It's like I said, it's how you leave that world. Mm-hmm. So I like to look at these things of how are we showing up? What are the, what are the intentions of what we want to leave that beautiful mark of your sparkling light with other people. What's that intention? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can expand on what we just shared. What's that vision look like for, you know, Jen, you help, you're the financial fixer. So yes, it's about money, but it's not really about money. What it's never really about, about money. It's never it's, about money. It's what about leaving really- people in a better place than where they ever thought they could be. Uh, right. So I always think about cliches which mm-hmm. I also think of as legacy because they're perpetuating forever and ever. Right. That's how they became a cliche as they were. That's how they became a cliche. Yes. Right? <laughs> right. So that's how they became a cliche. And some of the cliches is it takes a village. Mm-hmm. Well, that's surrounded by love and community yep. and connection. Uh, rising tides raises all ships. That's where mm-hmm. we leave people in better places than they left before. Mm-hmm. Um and if we want to go further, we get to go together, right? Yeah. That's part of an African proverb, proverb. It's not about the faster. It's about the, to get it, and it's not even, it is about the further, but it's really about the together, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Being in better places together. And that's all a focus on leadership. Those yeah. are, again, leadership skills. That I find that with our today's motivational insights, we do kind of come into patterns of leadership that we get to repeat. And yes. how amazing that is so that this way we can be in practice mm-hmm. of repeating what brings us closer to our goals and in that legacy. Oh. So leading a life of excellence. Yeah. 
So what I love about what you're saying, because I have never really thought about this. If, as you can tell, this is Rita is like, <laughs> she. Th- this topic was jam. Rita's. Yeah, it is. It's totally your jam, but I love it because what it's making me think is you're talking about intention and how you live your life and is, is what I'm doing right now leading me towards what I want to leave in this world. So I, I really like the focus and the leadership um, aspect of this. So I, it's a great topic. The one thing is we're all going. I know that's not a favorite and fun topic. <laughs> no. Uh, don't know anybody. If you know somebody that's here from the beyond, like physically, <laughs> let me know because that will be a new thing to me. But uh, Jim Rohn, who mm-hmm. was yep. the coach for Tony Robbins talks about this a lot. And I love, he's an amazing philosopher. And for those of you out there listening, look up Jim Rohn. It's spelled R-O-H-N. Mm-hmm. Um, he has amazing talks. And he talks about the fact that we really literally know only two things for sure that have happened, that have happened and will happen. We were born mm-hmm. and we will go. None of us gets to stay here. So what happens in between is really up to us. And some of us are not born into the best circumstances, but if you're here listening, you are a person who has had, gets to be um, a person that has an opportunity to create change in your life. And that's a huge gift. And that lends to leading your legacy. Mm -hmm. So with this life of legacy and wealth, I spell wealth a very different way. And I'm hoping that will be the cliche for like all time because wealth is spelled W H E A L T H. That really came about when I ended up getting cancer and thought, Oh my gosh, what legacy am I leaving my children? Uh What if I die and I haven't taught them everything. I taught them to be great kids, like raising adults, right? I'm not raising kids. I'm raising them to be amazing adults. That was a big shift when I had learned about that myself. Mm -hmm. So what did I want for these adults? I wanted them to be physically healthy, emotionally healthy, mentally healthy, spiritually healthy, and financially healthy. Well, when I got diagnosed with cancer, I was only 43. So uh, I hadn't quite gotten to the financial part just yet because I wasn't taught. And I think a lot of us hold a lot of shame and blame and guilt around the wealth piece. And really the reality is that we get to hold grace and space because we don't know what we don't know. And so we can only, again, grow from what we know. So what do we get to do is when we learn little tips, we get to explore. So I get into these, (laughs) like, you're going to hear me over (laughs) and over again. It's either going to drive you crazy or you're going to love it because it makes it easy for you. Because I feel like a five-year-old when I'm doing this and I Mm -hmm. need to be five to understand (laughs) all this, is to create this ease is where you explore like what works for you. What do you want that legacy to be? And maybe who do you want to have in your life Mm -hmm. that expands your your view, that expansive view of everything? Mm -hmm. Who do you want to connect with and be engaged with to create that legacy and those shifts um, and, and really ev- elevate you yeah. because that's where the enlightenment is. And I think, um, I don't know about you, Jen, do you like journaling? So I do. I like the idea of journaling. <laughs> I just find that I don't write as much as I used to because we're all these devices all the time. But I think Rita, you write a lot, don't you? Or do you type it? 
Um, no, I write it. Um, okay. I think that me. has more, more strength in your. <coughs> yes. That has more strength. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, it has more, um, like memory power. I think if you actually write things, I think study. Okay. Shows. So that's my, my D's, my dedicated declarations to the divine. Okay. <laughs> that's why it's in the writing. So we talk about contracts, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have dedicated your signature on a document like declaring that. what you're going to do. Yeah. More powerful than just words. Mm-hmm. You know, I could speak to no end, but that could fall on deaf ears. But writing, when somebody's looking at it, they can't ignore it. Their brain mm-hmm. has to absorb it, yep. as does yours. Yep. So journaling, well, I'm going to be honest. I don't always do it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes there are months or weeks it goes by me. And actually, I just picked it up again because yeah. I realized I hadn't been doing it. You know why I realized I hadn't been doing it? I was like, I'm having a really tough, tough time shifting my mind. Uh-huh. So, oh, wait. <laughs> right? Yes. Oh, wait. What can I do? Okay. So <clears throat> in my journal, so you know that what I journal, um, again, I make it really, really easy. I do five I am grateful for and okay. thankful for mm-hmm. or more. Five I am's, right? Mm-hmm. I am powerful. I am purposeful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to think what the other one is. It's I am's. I am grateful for. <laughs> I can't remember what the other one is. And it's so funny because okay. it comes to me so naturally when I did it. When you're doing morning. it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, start there, right? And maybe that's all that everybody's meant to hear for right now because you get to start with the little part. Oh, it's the affirmations, mm-hmm. five affirmations that I, okay. I, I'm declaring, you know, I am. Um, I am wealthy. I'm abundant. I am prosperous. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, thankful for all the good things, everything yep. positive, because even if you're feeling down and it doesn't fix it right in that moment, it literally sets the platform. It shifts. It, yeah, shifts it shifts it. your mind. Yeah. It shifts your mind. It shifts your conversations. Yeah. And that's the same thing about your legacy. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like what your legacy looks like up until now, (laughs) not everybody does. So you get, you get to change that. And I, I talk about, um, you know, you've heard the phrase spare the, uh, let's see, spare the rod, spoil the child. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you my version of the rod. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Cause no corporal punishment. Okay. (laughs) It is, it is about. R is for respect, Mm -hmm. O is for obedience, and D is for discipline. And these sometimes are really hard words for people to digest. They are hard words. They are, but they are such profoundly loving words that create Mm -hmm. boundaries. So respect, well, we train people how to to treat us, right? right? And if you're not respecting yourself, you're not getting respect from other people. I guarantee it. And that's really important to realize that you have to, that you do train people how they, how to respect you and how to treat you. And I see so many people who don't understand why they're being treated a certain way. And it's because that's what they allowed and trained people to do. So I think that's a a huge, yeah, I think that's a huge, like that person. I'm still, you know, I was that person and I'm learning to grow away from yeah. You know what? And I, the, the other R word that goes with respect is receivership. So I want people to think about this little thought, like 
and, and I use this example because my mom loves giving gifts. I love receiving them. I think we all love receiving gifts, but some people love giving them more than receiving them. But I also like giving. So when I would give my mom gifts years ago, she would say, oh, no, 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 I can't receive it. Well, you're actually stopping a flow of natural reciprocity and humanness and connection when you stop that receivership. And so it's actually a gift. So when I was speaking to my mom, when she wouldn't receive the gift, I literally took a step back and I said, okay, next time that you want to give me a gift, I will not be receiving it. She nearly started breaking down and crying. And she said, why would you do that to me? And so I just replied, why are you doing that to me? You're robbing me of the gift that I get to give you. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying, be aware of how you show respect for yourself and others, especially around receivership, because this is receivership. You know, when we are talking about money, it is a flow, right? but it isn't about the money. It's actually about the flow. Right. And about the energy that goes along with it. And the energy that goes along with it. Hence obedience. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Obedience is also alignment for me. Right. And when you are being in integrity and true to your word and being obedient, you're following, you're towing the line, which means you're showing up in leadership for yourself and others. Mm -hmm. It isn't about submissiveness or being demure or Mm-hmm. being a victim. Right. It's not the it word that you think that. of as obedience. Yeah. yeah. Right. And our mind does go to these negative thoughts yep. a lot of the time. So we get to clarify and explore more like in our ease to make yep. life easier for us and create the discipline. The discipline is those boundaries, right? What are the boundaries that we're putting in place? What is the mission? What are the expectations that we are managing because sometimes we hold our expectations too high and we falter. So how can we manage these things like where we're aiming for the moon, but we're hitting the stars and we're okay with where we are. And even if we falter, you hear the phrases fail forward, Mm -hmm. right? Or fall forward, right? I like fail forward better. (laughs) Yeah, fail forward because yeah, yeah, you don't want to hit the ground. So that this way we take these steps. So these are all parameters and guidelines Mm -hmm. and tips for creating our legacy. So what are those words? What are those phrases are you leading? What are the mantras that you're saying? So it's interesting. I was in a a group, networking group that I was invited Mm to, and I had a money mantra. Okay. I changed it to an abundance mantra. Okay. So my money mantra is money flows to me easily, effortlessly, and abundantly daily from positive resources. Mm -hmm. With it, I give praise to my God, my creator. I honor myself and I bless those in my community, my family, my friends, and all those around me with its surplus. Mm -hmm. I changed the word money to abundance. Okay. Why? Because I don't want money to be my legacy. Mm -hmm. I want abundance 
needs to be my legacy. And it's that simple of a shape shift just by listening to a group of other people. So I'm going to say the tips are to keep reading things that are positively influencing mm -hmm. you and inspiring you. Um, I do mention getting out in nature and being inspired because nature does inspire beauty mm -hmm. uh, of things. And this way we could shift, shift those perceptions and, con and conceptions that we may have come up with that you're not at where you're at, you mm -hmm. want to be. Right, right. But right. you're in the right place of where you should be, where you get to be. So what are you going to do from this point out? Because your legacy, just like we said at the beginning, mm -hmm. starts right now with this. And so I would like to leave this with, and that was a good way to segue into, I think I want all of our listeners to start thinking, because now my, my wheels are turning. Okay. Like what phrase drives your legacy? Because as Rita said, it does begin now and it starts now. And so start thinking about the, what you want to leave to this world when you're gone. So thank you, Rita. This was a, a very awesome episode. Thanks.